Hello, and welcome to episode 33. I'm your host, Sarah Chappay. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake. It's been a while. It has been 14 days. <laughs> Crazy. There's a lot that's going on. Uh, yeah. And a lot in your personal life because you moved. Um, yeah. My personal life has been hecka busy the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, I went from planning a buddy's bachelor party and executing that to some degree, some level of competency two weekends ago and then got back from that and then immediately turned around and started packing all of my things and moved apartments. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've been tired. Are you this still last working? Weekend, what? Are you still working from home? Yeah, mostly. Uh, I, I go in like once or twice a week typically mm-hmm. for a few hours, uh, just because of what I'm working on right now. I have stuff I need to do in there. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I'm working from home. Right on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. How's your personal life? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, this So this week was supposed to be the week I was going to head up to Wisconsin to do my Ironman. And if you're following uh, the Blank Slate link Instagram account, you'll see that I have been trying to do a sprint triathlon every day this week. Which is what? For people who don't know. Uh, it is. Um, so a sprint, I guess, can range in distances, but I'm doing a 400 meters or sorry, 400 yard swim, 11 mile bike, two mile run on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday is 450 yard swim, 11 mile bike, three mile run. Mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday is just two things. So it's like a swim and a bike or a bike and a run. I have to run every day. So that sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I end with a sprint of 450 yard open water swim at the lake here in Lincoln, a 12.4 mile bike, and then a 3.1 mile run. And it should all total up to 70.3 miles to honor my half Ironman distances and effort. Neat. So that is going. I am tired. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my hips really hurt. My um I have a blister on my foot already, so that is not great. No. So I haven't been swimming, obviously, because the pools are closed. They were closed up until like literally last week. Mm -hmm. Um, my first swim back was at the lake this weekend. And I was like, yeah, that felt about how I thought it would. And then I <laughs> was like, drown, though. no, I didn't. <laughs> um, so my lats really hurt and my shoulder like rotator cuff area is just really tired. Um, but yeah, you know, I just told myself I have a week and I knew I would be tired on the swims because I haven't swam for two months. Mm. Was not expecting the runs to be as hard. <laughs> I've still been running. Yeah. Um, but I think just the volume and intensity has not been there the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm eating like a machine. Good. You just sleeping? To, sleeping yep. good? Beam good. dream, man. You mm. pop that in about 8.30, you're going to sleep till Yeah. So, well, we'll see. We'll see how I feel on Saturday, but kind of a nice consolation prize to push yourself and yeah. I've cried like a lot and I don't know if that's because <laughs> um I'm like emotional about the Iron Man or if like my like levels are all over the place because of just how mentally disciplined like I kind of have to be mm. I huh. can't can't answer that question for you <laughs> but other than that my personal life is fine. Um, Good. 
I do just want to like go on record saying that we moving forward with our podcast doesn't mean we're ignoring the state of the world right now. Mm. Um, because we will talk about it in this podcast <laughs> this episode yeah. a little bit. Right. Um, I don't feel like personally we can really speak to some of the issues, but what we're going to talk about is a space that we kind of occupy in the fitness world. So I thought mm-hmm. it would be kind of nice to dive into that. Yeah. Because that's all and I've I been think, reading. I think we can go on record and say that Black Lives Matter, yeah? Yes. Okay. They do. <laughs> Just so everyone knows where we stand on the whole we thing. We stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> we stand on the right side of history. Yeah, for sure. So um, this will probably be a long one, so I just kind of want to like jump into it. Yeah, you want to give like a um, too long didn't read like summary first before we get into all the meat and potatoes because I think sure. there's a lot of people who won't realize what we're actually talking about until like halfway through and then that's yeah. when they'll decide they're not interested. So, Well, that's how you keep people around. <laughs> okay, so um, this last weekend I was at the lake and my phone was blowing up with like notifications of like breaking news and I was like oh no CrossFit is a training methodology (laughs) which I I just think this it's funny that like given everything in the world that's going on this was your breaking news that you were like oh I need to check in on what's going on well it was just like I was just like whoa this is like a lot of people I follow and all of a sudden it's like all of these yeah. people who have not said anything really are now saying right. a lot. Right. And so I was like, what in the heck is going on? CrossFit is a training methodology um, where they train variable disciplines at high intensities. And there's a lot of different viewpoints on it. There's a lot of people that hate it. There's a lot of people that love it. There's some people that have no idea what it is. Basically, what this whole issue is, is that CrossFit itself is a company. It's like it's owned by somebody. It is branded. It has a trademark. It's not like the it's not like basketball, you know, it's not like. (laughs) Well, like the training style is not unique to CrossFit. They're just the ones that like trademarked a name to put to it. And branded it and made it this like marketing, marketable thing. Right. Um, The way that CrossFit grew was that they had affiliates, which was like a franchise. So you know how like someone can own a Chick-fil-A or own a gas station. It's the same thing. Someone can make their own box or gym, name it whatever they want. They pay a $3,000 yearly fee to have just the name CrossFit on it. So it could be like CrossFit. XYZ. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like how it grows and that's how it's like really unique to each city and gym. Every gym is run differently, but it's all based out of that same training style. Mm-hmm. So I think what really kind of happened this weekend is people were confused that CrossFit was a a company because it's like... What people? Just like lay people or... Yeah, like there was yeah. a lot of confusion on the internet because people were like, how can this be happening? CrossFit is like li- like Olympic lifting. It's like no one really yeah. like owns it. And they're like, actually, that's not true. And that's why this is an issue now. Yeah, it, it is sort of like Kleenex, right? Right, yes. <laughs> Kleenex didn't invent facial tissue, but they are the namesake of it. For, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people just think of like the kind of training style that happens at a CrossFit gym uh, to just be a noun or yeah. like a, a general thing. Like yeah. you said, like basketball or something. Yeah. But it is like uh, trademarked by yeah. this company, CrossFit. Yeah. So there's CrossFit Inc. And there's CrossFit HQ, which is like CrossFit headquarters, which I'll mention a lot. And then there's also the CrossFit Games. So there's a very distinct difference between the two which was a big issue last year which I'll kind of touch on too the CrossFit Games is kind of like the elite well it's not kind of it is the elite level of CrossFit they're professional athletes they're sponsored by Nike Reebok Noble they are sponsored by Rogue you know like Mm -hmm. they're like live their living is doing this and they go to the CrossFit Games which is like professional athletes right it's a yeah 
So there's that and it's kind of like its own separate thing or it's it's kind of molded itself into it. And then there's just like the CrossFit that you know people go to and work out and do. And this affects both of them. So I yeah. hope you stick, stick along and it's a wild ride. Okay. I was typing out the timeline just so that I remember how things played out. And I was like, holy cow, you would think I was typing out a month's worth of stuff. And it was literally four days. Yeah, this is a lot of, it's pretty dense. I'm scrolling through this right now. It's <laughs> a lot of words. It is, but I won't read them off. And if I do read them off, I'm sorry. Okay, so we'll just jump into it. First off, I don't, whatever, I'll just start talking. Just go, just <laughs> okay. go, just ramble. The first thing that I saw that popped up, I was looking through um, people's Instagram, like the, uh, individual competitors that I follow and I noticed that some of their accounts were deleted and I thought that was really odd because this competitor specifically Jessica Griffith posts constantly Mm. she's like very vocal about the things going on in the world and I'm gonna note she is very vocal about her faith and so I thought it was really odd that she had not said anything and I went to search for her and her account was gone and I was like Mm. oh something happened Mm-hmm. Not, I could not find it's anything. It's a telltale sign. Yes. When people, when people aren't on Instagram anymore, you know something went down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could not find anything. And so I just Googled Jessica Griffith uh, Instagram. And of course, it took me to Reddit. Reddit mm. is where, it's where you... all the good information is held. <laughs> and um, there was a Reddit thread that had said, and it had the text exchange, like someone had leaked these screenshots, screen recording. Jessica Griffith and Travis Williams, who are both individual competitors, are housed under Misfit, sorry, Misfit Athletics, which is like, um, I don't know. Like they a like team. Yeah, but they're like individual, but it's just like they're part yeah. of that athletic that yeah, coach right. coaches them. Um so in this group chat, they were in a group chat with like 10 people and um, Those are the worst. <laughs> they were dropping Those are the worst kind. <laughs> they were dropping their scores of the workout in and one of the girls dropped her score in and Jessica says, wow, my N word. And mm. someone in the group chat, Chandler Smith is black. She was mm. not referencing Chandler, but right. And I'm not trying to say like, yeah, t- call your white friends that. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you what happened and who was there. She was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody called her out. And you can read it in the, like, text thread. Nobody calls her out until Chandler does and says, hey, just wanted to point out, Jessica, dropped the N-word. You are as toxic as you are fit. And I was like. Dang, because she's pretty fit. She's fit. Is she also toxic? So I guess. Um, then Travis Williams went on to be like, you shouldn't be offended. I can't believe you're so offended. I'm so sick of everyone getting offended by like stuff that doesn't matter. And Jessica said, if you have an issue with me dropping the N word, we have bigger fish to fry. Like what? Thank you. I was like, why wouldn't he have a problem (laughs) with that? Where did, okay. I'm going to get really mad because where does she get off? Like telling a man of color that like, no, I'm entitled to say this word. I right. get to say whatever I want. And okay. I don't know what, like, I don't know what in her head she was like, we got bigger fish to fry. Like, what is the other issue? Right. Like, I don't get it. It's so yeah. odd to me, her response. So then he says um, something just along the lines, like, I know who you are as an athlete. I know who you are as a person. And I've just learned you're not going to change. I'll see you at the games. And then it says, like, he left the chat. Oh, <laughs> I Chandler had said that he was just going to like leave it at that. He was like, I, yeah. I'm not expecting a lot out of these people. Someone else, I don't know who, sent it to the head coach of like Misfit Athletics and said, this happened. I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what to do. Then um, they contact, contacted Chandler and av- like two days later, they were let go from the team. Mm. I think within the time that this, the coach had got it, and they were let go from the team. Jessica had deleted her Instagram account. Mm. In that meantime, Travis was then on Instagram. And I'm sorry for this word because I hate this word. He is calling people, including Chandler, a pussy for being offended by this comment. 
I also want to point out that Chandler is a Marine and Mm. he was like, oh my gosh, you're just like so weak. You're just blah, 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 blah. You're getting so upset. And he was just like ripping through people. Like he, Travis, Travis is doing this. Travis Williams. Yeah. The white guy. Yes. <laughs> I'm already lost with all these names. Well, it's okay. They won't come up again because this is the end of like what's happening with them. Yeah. I didn't realize this was like multiple different storylines yes. here. Okay. Okay. So then Travis issues an apology on Instagram with a picture of him and Chandler together. And it's like, I realized mm. like what I said was wrong. Blah, 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 blah. The magic eraser of social interactions is posting a friendly pic on Instagram. (laughs) With your one Mm -hmm. black friend. Yeah. Then, uh, I mean, I just, that's what everyone's doing right now. Um, Then Misfit Athletics makes a statement. They've been let go. They cut all of their sponsorships. They've lost any, like, deals that they had tied to Misfit Athletics. And they both have yet to come back and say anything. Jessica released a statement through the morning chalk up, but it was kind of just like, I know I was wrong. And everyone was like, yeah, cause you got caught. Yeah. Because now your life sucks. Right. So that's kind of like what first happened. And I was like, Whoa, this is crazy. But like no one ha- was talking about it. Like it was very mm-hmm. kept hush hush and misfit athletics said Chandler wanted it to be kept like he didn't want anyone to know about it because he didn't want their livelihood to be ruined right and by theirs is Jessica and Travis which says so much about Chandler as a person yeah he doesn't seem very petty at least but I mean he could have been and it would have been justified right and so he I think they tried to keep it very just like closed door to respect Chandler but then it leaked and I think they just tried to do as best they can to keep it like under the rug. Mm. But this matched with the next thing I'm going to talk about. People are like, what's going on? Right. So now here's the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, Greg Glassman is the CEO of CrossFit. He owns 100% shares of CrossFit Inc., which I did not know until this because I was like, Oh, I'm sure he has a board that he has to like run decisions through. No, No. (laughs) not at all. (laughs) He's 100% the like driving force and he pretty much, he let go everybody at CrossFit last year and it was a huge controversy. It was a huge uproar. He let go of his entire media staff. He, apparently people were getting fired like through text. Like, yeah, I, I remember this and I, this whole thing about him that we're going to talk about really doesn't surprise me because I feel like I've always known him to be like the kind of a loose cannon. Yes. Kind of unstable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he talks that way. And when you listen to him, you're just like, what are you talking about? And it's just yeah. like, he's got like kooky ideas. He thinks pretty much everything's in conspiracy. And like, I kind of low key do too. But some of the stuff he says, I'm just like, I don't know where you're getting this. Like, it's just right. so random. Right. So the first thing that happened is Greg Glassman's email with another affiliate owner leaked. So um, I'm going to pull it up. This affiliate owner, she had been an affiliate owner for like nine or ten years. And she she had emailed because of COVID because they had been closed for like three months or something. Mm. And she was like emailing CrossFit to be like, hey, how are you going to help local affiliates? through this. It was a super long email. It's like four pages long. And she was just like, you're lacking leadership. You know, we're lacking direction. We need your help, blah, blah, blah. And she knows him personally. It was not like just this like random affiliate owner that emailed him. Right. She knows him personally and she felt like she had that relationship with him. And this Mm -hmm. is the email that he sent back. Um, and I apologize for the words. French. Mm. <laughs> I apologize Ooh. for my French. French. Pardon my French. Pardon my French. Okay. He says, it's really short to her like 10 page email. Alyssa, I ser- or I sincerely believe that quarantine has adversely impacted your mental health. I won't speak for Jeff Kane, who is like another high up person at CrossFit. 
but I can tell you that you are delusional in thinking that anyone, even for a second, thought that you were the conscience of CrossFit because she had referenced this other conversation they had. The Mm. very notion is cringeworthy. You think you're more virtuous than we are. It's disgusting. Your self-professed brand wizardry has been tolerated but never seen as actually thoughtful or effective, but certainly manipulative. You're doing your best to brand us as racist, and you know it's bullshit. That makes you a really shitty person. Do you understand that? You've let your politics warp you into something that strikes me as wrong to the point of being evil. I am ashamed of you, Greg. So hmm. this leaks. <laughs> Which is not exactly probably what you want. No. As a leader of a company. No. Um, and so they put that CrossFit and by it leaks, she posted it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to her Instagram account and says like we're disaffiliating. Literally like an hour later after this like hits and is like starting to gain traction, a tweet that Greg Glassman decided to tweet um, appears and it was to the Institute of or for Health Metrics like Twitter account. Mm-hmm. They said racism and discrimination are critical public health issues that demand an urgent response. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And he said it's Floyd 19. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, he then tweeted like a day later after like a lot happened and like kind of doubled down on it, but yeah. it like did not work. <laughs> like it was just like, please stop. Please somebody take his account away. He just, yes, it seems like, it seemed like a tweaker tweet. You yeah. Know, like something, I feel like as the leader of a company, when you tweet, crazy things like this it seems like you're on drugs right because to, to me it's like you, you have to have some semblance of like filter yes but uh you know i he could doesn't. be wrong yeah there's and a lot of really high up people that don't have a filter yeah and tweet really ridiculous things you're right leave it at that we'll leave it at that and i i even turned to stefan and i was like you think someone who runs at this point at once this tweet hit crossfit was like valued at $10 million or whatever, which is not very much for like a fitness company, but for someone, he's the sole guy. Exactly. Yeah. You think he would have a PR team, but he fired them all. Yeah. It's because they told him not to do stuff like this. Right. It's just bonkers to me. And it's just, yeah, I'll leave all my opinions till the end questions. Okay. Okay. Then, so, um, CrossFit like was really silent, like their Instagram account, their Twitter account, their Facebook account, like nothing had been said. The games account had nothing had been said and like no athletes, nobody was saying anything. And I'm Mm. like, something's going to have to happen because people are getting like fired up. The only person that was commenting on it and like reporting it was the morning chalk up. And they were simply just saying like, this is what's happening. Link in bio. Cause they're like, you know, a newspaper slash, you know, the reporters. Right. Then Katrin's David's daughter, who is a previous two time finisher winner, sorry, like fit winner at the CrossFit Games, yeah. makes the very first statement saying she does not stand by this and like she's not sure what her future at CrossFit is going to look like anymore. And it ignited a frenzy of. Mm. And, you know, you have to think, like, with things like this, there's probably a lot going on behind the scenes that, like, we don't see. Right. You see a lot, you know, like, I've been seeing a lot of people being like, well, so-and-so hasn't posted yet. Or, like, this brand hasn't said anything yet. Or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, they have to run through, like, so many channels Mm -hmm. before they can, like, cut ties with an organization. Right. Because, like, these are the kind of people who... CrossFit cuts some checks. Yeah. You know, and they don't, they also have other sponsors that they want to make sure that they're not going to burn a bridge with if they say yeah. something or, you know, very seldom I feel like are these people actually running their own Instagram accounts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it takes a little bit. 
And you have to think they probably have a manager or a PR person that they have to run through. Unlike Greg, who's just firing off whatever comes into his little brain. Yeah. So that Katrin is like a like a athlete under um, comp train. And so all of the comp train athletes started posting first. That included like Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart, and Cole Sager. And then obviously the coach Ben Bergeron and comp train itself. And that's like a very well-known training program within CrossFit. Um, I mean, as well as Katrin. Mm-hmm. So that led to affiliate owners disaffiliating. Sponsors started making statements um, against HQ and Greg Glassman. Tia Toomey, current three-time champ, spoke out. Matt Frazier, current four-time champ, which was surprising to me that Matt Frazier said anything. Why? He's very just like, um, like I don't want to offend anyone because I live in Nebraska, but he is just like a gun toe in. <laughs> he would think he was just like this like redneck, li- or not re- liberal, uh, Republican, just based on some of the things he does and says. Yeah. And I'm like saying anything against them. I'm just saying I was not expecting a statement like that from him. He's very, mm. he's also very like non, he doesn't comment on stuff. He's very much just like, this is my job. I'm here to do just this. keeps to himself. Yeah. So that was surprising. Same thing with Rich Froning. He is the previous four-time champ. He's very like Republican. Outspoken. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Why does second, it matter if they're Republican though? It doesn't. <laughs> I just, I just see... Um, or like can you can we can just say conservative. Oh, conservative. There we go. Conservative's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. They're much more conservative. I don't know. I don't know if Matt like, is though. You mean like politically conservative or like socially conservative, where like they just tend to not say things? Yeah, socially conservative would probably be okay. the better word. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I um, thought you were trying to like draw some conclusion between people who are no. politically conservative and not standing up against racism. And I was, <laughs> no. Just trying to bail you out there for No, a they are definitely much more like, yeah, socially conservative is the best way to say it. They don't really speak out on a lot. They, you know, like to stay pretty neutral in comparison to second fittest man currently on earth, Noah, who is like very outspoken on like issues going on right now. He made a statement, Annie Thor's daughter, Brooke Wells, like literally there was no athlete that I could find that did not make a statement. I was like looking through everybody. There's a couple of people who are friends with Jessica Griffith who have yet to say anything. And I think it's because people are coming for Brooke Wells because Brooke Wells is friends with her. Oh, she made a statement and people are like, well, what about Jess? And she has not said anything. Hmm. So then (laughs) there's more, but wait, there's more. There's always more. So then at the time of me typing this up, 1,250 affiliates had disaffiliated from CrossFit, each paying $3,000 in affiliation fee a year, which just from them is over $4 million Mm. directly to CrossFit. Mm -hmm. That does not include anyone not renewing any certifications through them, which people have said they're not doing. And that does not count any sponsorships, which we'll get to. Okay, so can you explain to me something? What does the affiliate uh, fee buy them other than just being able to put the name CrossFit in their on their sign? Um, that's it. So this dude has been making four million dollars or whatever just for because people want to have the word CrossFit on their gym. He's making. Like they don't get. They don't get anything other than that. No, and he's making more the, than that the, because there's fifteen thousand affiliates worldwide. Right, I know, but like, it's just a racket. Yeah, <laughs> it's abs- that's ridiculous. Okay, yeah, anyway. it's kind of like an MLM on a grand scale. I think it's even dumber than that. <laughs> it's pretty transparent. I, I don't mean, think he's. Yeah. I don't think he's pretending like you get something in return. I think he's just saying if you want to have CrossFit in the name, this is what it costs. Yeah, and people are like, oh, okay. It's cool. People have come out and said that the reason that they affiliated is because you're hoping that brand recognition gets people in your gym that because people have heard of CrossFit, they know what they're getting. Mm. And that's why people are now disaffiliating because they're like, this is not what we thought it was. 
Like, right. this is not it at all. Because you're not even legally allowed to say, like, CrossFit style yeah. in your description if you don't pay the thing. Yeah. You can't use the word CrossFit at all. Right. And yeah. I heard from an affiliate owner in Nebraska that they said CrossFit actually sends people to affiliates to, like, be undercover and see if you're saying, oh, it's CrossFit, but we just don't pay the affiliation fee, and then they sue. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's yeah. true. I have not confirmed that, but um, so big names that disaffiliated it include CrossFit Invictus, which is one of the first CrossFit boxes, um, NC Fit, which has 20 plus locations and is owned by a previous podium finisher, Jason Kalipa, CrossFit Lynchpin, which is owned by Pat Sherwood, who is a longtime CrossFit HQ employee. He's one of the first. They all disaffiliated, including, like I said, almost 1,500 other affiliates. That was all, that's up to date, but this has all happened since Sunday. Yeah. So then Noah Olson, like I said, finished second last year. Chandler Smith, who I mentioned with the whole issue with Jess and Travis. Christy Arima, who's a games athlete, and Travis Mayer, who's also a games athlete, posted on their Instagram saying that they were going to boycott the games and decline their invitation until Greg resigned or something changed at CrossFit. Dang. Yes. Which the only, like, no offense, big person that pulled out is Noah being right. like a contender to win. The other two, other three have got, like, got cut last year. All right. Hmm. All right. Let's get into the meat here. <laughs> so this then, is the stuff I'm interested in. Yes. We're com- coming up on. So then Monday, I'm pretty sure it was like Monday morning or Sunday evening, um, Reebok and Rogue, two of CrossFit's biggest sponsors, ended their contracts with CrossFit. Reebok's CrossFit was up for renew this year. They were going to finish out the 2020 season, which would go through the games, which is in August. Um, But they said they're not going to renew now. Rogue is the official supplier of equipment for the games. And Rogue also has a sanctional this coming weekend, the 13th, for qualifying for the games. And they removed the CrossFit affiliation and logo from all marketing. And it will now not be associated with a sanctioned event. Dang. As well, Reebok is the official sponsor for the games. And um, Reebok is the official sponsor of the games and has exclusive rights to using the CrossFit brand on their products. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Reebok um, can make Reebok Nanos and have the CrossFit logo, like, on their shoes or on clothes. But, like, Nike can make Metcons, but it doesn't have that logo. Because, remember, CrossFit is a brand, a company. Right. Would uh, Do you think CrossFit would exist if it weren't for Rogue and Reebok? No. Like, at the scale that it is? Because, like, I don't really know what the history is, but... To me, like those two brands are synonymous with CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. So for the game specifically, I think the games really was a catalyst for people knowing about CrossFit more because it was like televised, you know, it's it's picking up momentum as like a competitive sport. Right. And Reebok bought rights for it to be the Reebok CrossFit games. So it's not right. just the CrossFit games. And they're like, their name is everywhere. They're the main sponsor. Mm-hmm. All of the clothes the athletes wear have to be Reebok out mm-hmm. on the day of competition. They give them. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. They give them new shoes. So even if you're a Nike athlete, you wear Reeboks on the day of competition. Yeah. how did that? That's kind of weird. I but. do not know how they worked that out, but it is smart. <laughs> Reebok. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And Reebok at the time that they did this was a dying company. Like they were getting ready to file for bankruptcy and they were like, well, let's just bet on CrossFit because it's gaining momentum and they blew up. Yeah. So I think, I think Reebok now knows they don't need CrossFit, but CrossFit needs Reebok. Do you think that's true? Yeah. So, Like, why do you think that Reebok doesn't need CrossFit? Well, they're huge now. Like, like, they're making stuff now that other people... Like, they're wearing those, like, chunky, like, ugly white Reebok shoes. Like, they're... It's definitely more of, like... I wouldn't say it's up there with, like, Nike and Adidas, but it's, like... It's, like, a heavy contender now. Like, people know about Reebok again. Right. But, like, if their main event isn't going to exist anymore, like... But is it their main event? 
Reebok? No, is CrossFit like, yeah, Reebok's main event? I don't know if it is. I think so. I mean, it's the only thing they own or they have rights to like that, you know? Yeah. If you think of like, think of any other sport, you're not thinking about Reebok. No. Like that, like that, that is, CrossFit is Reebok's niche. So like, I, I just wonder, like, I don't know. I'm not saying they made a bad decision. No. I think they should they should have done what they did, but I just wonder if it's going to affect like their business or what what they're if they have any sort of strategy or if they're just like you know, maybe they did maybe they used it as like a stimulus to their dying company, but now like you said they've got a leg to stand on and they don't need it anymore. I don't know. I was just I don't know. Questions. I mean, I guess I just assume that like that deal that they had with CrossFit is probably a, a ton of money to CrossFit. Like they're obviously mm-hmm. going to save a ton of money now not doing that. This last year at the Games 2019 was the first year because I think their contract was coming to an end. They allowed mm-hmm. athletes to wear the shoes of their sponsored like brands. So there was people mm-hmm. wearing like Nikes, Nobles and things like that. Um, Reebok lost two big athletes this year though to Noble which is exclusively a CrossFit brand. They don't make any other sporting, like, you know, apparel or anything. It's just for CrossFit or, like, yeah. lifting. Um, they lost Katrin and Tia. And so I don't know if Katrin kind of made a post that said, like, Noble aligns more with, like, what she wants. So I don't know if they aren't great to work with in general. Like, it was just kind of, like, murky, and it was, like, out of nowhere, too. But... Mm. Yeah, there was like a big issue with CrossFit and Reebok. Reebok was suing CrossFit because they hadn't been like paying on some of these like royalties or something like that for the clothing Mm. that people buy. It was like a whole thing. So it's like probably good that this relationship's over, but it was just, it's huge. Like when you think of CrossFit, like you said, you think of Reebok. Right. Um, And then, like I said, Rogue pulling out is massive. Rogue is... I don't know who, how are they going to get equipment like that they need? Yeah. I mean, like Rogue has really positioned themselves to be like the brand for this style of activity. Yeah. Too. Like, I don't know any other like uh, equipment brands that are doing, doing the stuff that you need for CrossFit as well as Rogue is doing. Like, yeah. there are other options, obviously, but they're all kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, I was, going through the exercise of like specking out a home gym a few months ago because I you know when I didn't know if I was going to be able to work out during quarantine I didn't Mm -hmm. know what I was going to do and it was kind of like you spend I don't know just I don't know you spend like $500 on some other brand or you spend like three grand on the rogue stuff Mm -hmm. but like all the reviews of the other brand are like hit and miss Mm -hmm. you know and there's no middle ground, really. There's yeah. like super premium rogue stuff or there's like the shitty Amazon stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So like, I mean, I don't have a great pulse on that, a finger on the pulse. So I don't really know the, the industry very well, but it just seems like, yeah, they're kind of boned. Yeah. If they don't have rogue. Right. They Rogue did say that they were going to fulfill the 2020 game season for them because that was like what their contract ran through. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, like, say Rogue pulls out, they can't use that equipment next year. Can they? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I would assume they couldn't just because it's like their name is then attached to it. Yeah. I mean, they might still be able to use it. It's just that it's not sponsored. Yeah. You know, it depends on what the, what the contract says about what happens to the equipment after, you know, like if Rogue takes it back, then no, they would have to buy yeah. I'm sure Rogue would let them buy the stuff and use <laughs> right. it if they needed to. You know, I don't think they would have a problem with that. But there's a difference between like letting someone buy your product and using it on TV versus like being a a sponsor and like that your name being plastered all over everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so Reebok and Rogue obviously set the tone being the two biggest sponsors. Uh I mean pretty much every other sponsor then pulled out, including Beam, which we've talked about on this podcast trifecta systems Romwad's another big one fit aid uh today pulled out um so yeah i don't really know how they're gonna fund the games because that's pretty much where all of their sponsorships go to is like the games and i mean Mm -hmm. besides reebok being like the official apparel sponsor Mm -hmm. of crossfit 
Um, so then they have sanctionals to qualify for the CrossFit Games. It's just a way to like get your ticket, your invite. Live and Loud is an umbrella company that runs five or six sanctionals all over the world, including Wadapalooza, which is probably the most well-known in the space. Is that the one on the ship? No, that's Wad on the Waves. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, I don't, I don't think so. It's in Florida, There's though. one that's like on a cruise ship. Yeah. The, yeah, that's not, that's not a sanction. No. Um, but they ended their affiliation and contracts with CrossFit uh, today with, or yesterday, which... I mean, is a way that people qualify for the games. And that's huge. That's another huge chunk of money because mm. those uh, sanctionals pay a big amount of money for it to be a sanctional and to have like the CrossFit, you know, name on it. Right. So there is a, a really well-known one called the Granite Games and it was in Minnesota and it was kind of doing its own thing. They got pretty much bought by CrossFit to be a sanctional because they had so much brand recognition and they had to mm-hmm. then start paying to be a sanctional and have like the CrossFit Granite Games. They got bought just so they could turn around and give that money back. Yeah. To be a sync. Is this guy a genius? Like I, is he <laughs> I wonder how much he's worth. Well can't be can't be that much now. Yeah. Um so then these are kind of like just the dominoes of what happens next nicole carroll who is the director oh, of he's estimated net worth is a hundred million dollars i believe it dude he's just like conning all these gyms into giving him money for nothing and he's a hundred percent owner just to say his basically just to say his name yeah wow wow <laughs> if i would have known it was that easy i would have would have done that a long time ago came up with a word um, anyway. so then Nicole Carroll, who is the director of training and is just like, she's been everywhere across it. A lot of people know her. She's so sweet. There's like, nobody has a bad thing to say about her. Um, she's the director of training and one of the longest tenured employees resigned, which was mm. huge. Matt Chan, who's an X games athlete, um, and is on CrossFit seminar staff, really well known as well. He resigned, um, those were two big names that people were like, wow, that's kind of telling. Like it's, it's like w- one thing for sponsors, I think to pull out in situations like this, but for your like employees to start effectively, like effective immediately resigning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Julie Fouché was another one who sent an email and said she resigned effective immediately. She was on, uh, the training staff. She's really well She's been around forever. Um, mm. So that was kind of like where it left off on Monday. And CrossFit had not posted on social media at all. Like they still have not said anything. They're losing mm. millions of dollars. Nothing. Mm. Greg Glassman releases an apology statement on Twitter. CrossFit mm-hmm. tweets it out. And it is so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was like a kind of like... You can always tell when someone is apologizing because they have to. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what That is what it was. And he said, what I said was wrong. Not racist, but wrong. And I'm like, (laughs) is that different? Uh, You're missing the point. (laughs) Yeah. You're definitely missing the point. And a lot of people were upset, obviously, with this apology, but also because he didn't show his face with it. So a lot of people don't believe that it was actually him that wrote it. Yeah, probably not. So people don't. But think who he, would help him? Yeah, I don't know. Someone like, trying to know. just like save what's happening. I guess, but I don't know. <laughs> so then CrossFit still. So that was CrossFit's Twitter that released that. That's the only place that it was released. Um, CrossFit Instagram account posted their first post, and it was a beef and broccoli recipe. And then they turned off the Instagram comments. Oh my gosh. So a lot of people Not were a like, good look. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were like, oh no, it was like a scheduled post. But they thought then it would get deleted. But because they turned off the Instagram account or comments, they were like, no, they meant to do this. 
yeah, they meant that to was post an this. Intentional decision. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> That's painful. So then CrossFit is was also under fire because they made a statement earlier in the week um, asking for feedback and recommendation on how to make the sport and their boxes more inclusive and diverse. And they even stated they welcome those who disagree with them or have different opinions. But then it was revealed that CrossFit was now blocking and deleting people's comments and accounts that were expressing disagreement <laughs> or pushback on the situation. Hmm. So they're like, fine if you disagree, but like only a little. Like, but don't say you do. Right. So that interesting. That like really was everything up until I was we were gonna record. And I was mm-hmm. just sitting on Instagram waiting to record, scrolling through Instagram. And as of 6.58 today, Tuesday evening, Greg Glassman has retired, was the wording, not resigned or anything. He's like, I'm retired. Yeah. Dave Castro, who is the head of the CrossFit Games, which a lot of people thought he was like the head of CrossFit and already mm. is stepping in as CEO, but there was no mention of Greg like selling his ownership or stake in the company and yeah. no one's happy with that still. Yeah. I bet he won't. I think, I mean, I understand that like for that to happen, like a lot of people are thinking or speculating or hoping that rogue will buy CrossFit because rogue puts on this sanctional on the weekend. And like the athletes have said it is they can't like technically say it, but they're like, it's as good as the games. It's like a mini games. Like they like Mm. rogue puts on such a good, they have a whole media staff that like, it's great. It's not, you don't have to pay to watch it. Like some of these other sanctionals you do like rogue is just such a good company. The things they did through COVID was amazing too. If you guys saw any of that, I think they should buy it and then change the name to what? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if they buy it, then they have rights to everything and they can change the name to yeah. like Rogue Fit or something yeah. even dumber. Yeah. But at least then they could scrub the earth of like the bad right. uh, association now. Yeah. You know, because like I, I don't think they're going to want to buy into it if it's going to have the same name. Yeah. It's too, too tainted. I agree. And I think they'll also clean house if someone does that yeah like if anyone like if you were gonna buy something like that you would really only be buying it for the name yeah right because like you can find anyone to fill these positions especially if you are like rogue or like reebok Mm -hmm. you know you're pretty well connected Mm -hmm. to fitness savvy and like event planning savvy people Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah and they're already putting on the things that like need to happen it's not like it's an outside company coming in Um, And this is all speculation, obviously. Um, Something that did get brought up was that since Dave Castro is stepping in as CEO, a video of last year is like a panel that he was on. Someone asked, what is your plan to make the roster of games athletes more diverse? And he got up and left. He left Mm. the panel. And people were like, so like, not really different. Like taking Greg right. out, but like putting Dave in, like it seems. Yeah, it seems like um, what's the mythical beast with multiple heads? You cut off one head, and it's just replaced by another. Yeah, I don't know the name you know, either. <laughs> I don't know, seven-headed snake or whatever yeah. it's called. It just seems like that. Like they're all buddies from college or some shit. Yeah, that they all think the same way, and so. Greg is like, well, I'll quote unquote retire and Dave will step in and then we'll still like make as much money as we were. I just Mm -hmm. won't have the, you know, it seems like there's some scheming going on Mm -hmm. here. I don't know. I don't know them. I don't ever hope to really know them (laughs) based on all this, but yeah, it's shady. Yeah, it is shady. And I don't think, I don't think there's going to be a way that they can really come back from it unless it is like a big change. Yeah. I think they waited too long for Glassman to step down and put somebody else new. And I think there was just too many missteps of like is CrossFit not posting, CrossFit not making a statement. Right. Um, which they probably couldn't. They probably didn't have a PR team that could make a statement on behalf of CrossFit Inc. 
and then and do it well. Yeah. Yeah. And then he doubled down on his tweet and then he released another state. Like there was just too much fumbling and yeah, panicking. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like really sad though, because I like CrossFit. I like watching the athletes. Um, the only other place that I really like occupy of fitness is Ironman and they like really stepped it up with the wanting to change the sport. They uh, mm. donated like a mil or I don't, they reallocated a million dollars to start um, like a separate division of their company to help like uh, inner city and underprivileged youth and participants become Ironmen and like be part of this like triathlon sport because hmm. apparently there's like literally no people of color in this sport and they were like that's wrong and it was like hmm. within a day of kind of all of these rallies happening which yeah. it sucks because I'm like so proud of Ironman and I'm proud to like now be a part of this even though they really kind of screwed the pooch on the COVID thing <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah they're probably trying to make up a little bit. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you said that. I was going to, and I didn't want to get crucified. But, uh, and then it makes me sad because I've, you know, I've spent like three or four years in this like CrossFit space and CrossFit's done a lot for me, but that sucks that it, it is, that's what happened. And it's really sad to see some of my role models being racist and not even yeah. apologetic. Like Chandler is probably one of, you know, my top like people who I watch and he's just such a cool guy when you watch, you know, documentaries with him in it. He's so funny and personable and yeah, he's, I don't know, it just the whole thing sucks and it makes me really sad and it makes me sad to have been rooting for CrossFit. Right. And people are, you know, everyone's saying like, I'm not surprised, but like I am, I'm so I'm, I don't know. I've always thought that, like, the company thing of CrossFit was weird. Yeah. You know, like, that's... I've always had a bad taste in my mouth for, like, how some guys just, like, at the top of this kingdom of, yeah. like, nothing. Like, yeah. there's no substance to it, really, other than the fact that they put on the CrossFit games. Yeah. And he cashes in on people, other people, like, working really hard to run their own business. Yeah. And they're, like, paying him to, so that they can run this bit I don't know it's so weird so like I'm not really surprised that he is a terrible person yeah really because he just, it just the whole thing seems seemed weird to me from the <laughs> beginning like I love cross like the training style of CrossFit like uh, I did that a lot you know through high school for wrestling practice that was like our conditioning mm -hmm. that's when I got into it and then like through college I was involved in it wasn't it wasn't technically a crossfit gym yeah right but you know a similar style of training uh that i really enjoy and i've recently been thinking about like maybe getting back into it but uh you know the fact that it's 150 dollars a month to go yeah. to one of these gyms and most of that is because they're paying three grand a year yeah to have the name in it yeah it's just it's a it's a weird kind of i don't know it's it's strange but i'll be interested yeah. interested to see if membership fees go down now um since mm. they're not a lot of affiliates have said that the money they were spending to just be an affiliate they're gonna now donate or use it as money to like start programs up within their box yeah which is pretty cool um i mean there's like a million better ways to spend three thousand dollars in know. my opinion and, you know, people aren't going to read newing their L1s and things like that. It sucks. It's just such a weird thing because you, I, the thing about CrossFit is everyone's like, it's so inclusive. You can be any size, any, you know, person, like they don't discriminate against like women's weights are the same as men's weights and workouts and blah, 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 blah. But like, if you look at the top 40 athletes that go to the games, maybe three or four are black or people of color. And when you start shining a spotlight on things like that, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Deafening. It's just so like, 
why why are there not more people having opportunities because of their skin color and it's really upsetting and it sucks that this is what's had to happen for things to change Mm -hmm. so yeah bummer crossfit (laughs) screwed the pooch man i yeah there was like, so that happened with CrossFit. And then one of my go-tos a few weeks ago was Gourmet Makes for Bon Appetit. And they are getting, they're under some serious heat also because it came out that they are not paying their people of color. But, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So It's 2020. I know. I know. It's wild. But like I said, I... Don't feel like I have the space to say anything. There are a lot more. There's a lot. That's not the way to say it. There are more. There are a lot of. (laughs) What are you trying to say? (laughs) I almost made it the whole episode without a brain bubble. There are a lot of other people of color and black people who you should be listening to in this space. And we have posted podcasts and creatives on the blank slate link instagram as well as our relatively relatable pod um to do that and listen and learn so i just want to talk about the crossfit controversy because nobody else will listen (laughs) fair enough so every week jake and i do a go-to so jake what is your go-to within the last two Uh, weeks boy (laughs) i feel like i haven't like done or used anything other than <laughs> I don't know. Um I went to J Crew recently the other day. What day was that? Sunday? Dang. I'm <laughs> dead, man. Uh I went to J Crew because I was in need of some like big boy shorts. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't had like khaki shorts in a really long time because I hate them. Mm-hmm. I've never had a pair that I liked ever. And I've always just thought it was better for me to like sweat my ass off wearing (laughs) jeans in the summer than to like wear these shorts that I hate. Uh, But I finally decided to like, and anyone who knows me knows that like I hate shopping. I hate going to the Mm -hmm. store. It's a miserable experience for me. Um, And it was worse this time because like the fitting rooms are closed. Like the only benefit of going to the store is uh, being able to try things on, you know, and not having to order six sizes and then Mm -hmm. try them on at home. Mm Uh, but I couldn't do that there, so I had to roll the dice on a couple pairs um, I just assumed would fit, and I struck gold, man. These shorts, uh, they're called the, I think they're just called like the Stretch Chino Shorts uh, from J. Crew. Uh, these things are money, <laughs> and they are on sale, I guess the sale ends today, but J. Crew is one of those companies that like everything is always on sale, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so don't ever buy anything full price from them. But I got them for like 30 bucks a piece. And they are by far the most comfortable shorts I've ever worn in my life. Okay. They're like almost as comfortable as my gym shorts. And like there are a lot of companies that are making um, like athleisure material like chinos. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they always kind of like swish like... Uh, you know, like windbreakers. Yeah, yeah. You can always tell that they're not like substantial material. Yeah. Um, these ones actually look like normal khakis, but they're really stretchy. Um, I don't know how they'll last. I've literally not worn them except for when I tried them on the other day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm I'm planning on breaking out a fresh fit this weekend. All right. Um. So yeah, those are my go-to this week. Nice. What about you? Um, my go-to this week has been my go-to for the last three weeks which is truly lemonades which is jake's go-to a few weeks ago yeah but they i used to be a white claw girl Mm. and it was mango white claws and that's it Mm. truly lemonades has really surpassed you were right and that's it try to be uh which what's your favorite favorite flavor my favorite um flavor flavor Is I think it goes plain mango. There's like OG lemonade, 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 mango lemonade, strawberry lemonade, and then black cherry. Mm. Because it comes in like a variety pack, so you know, yeah, you know your favorites. Mm -hmm. And Stefan's always like, "Wow, a lot of black cherries left in here." Because I'll buy like two packages of them, and so then there's just like 
six black cherries Why left. Why don't you just get the 24 pack? Because I have not yet found it mm, here in I Lincoln. See. And I even had to go to the gas station to buy it. I looked it up online to see where they were sold because I could not find them in any grocery really? store. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's weird to me. Like I've heard people tell me, a lot of my friends from Nebraska actually tell me that they can't find them. Yeah. And I see them I Target. I see them everywhere. No. I don't know if they're Weird. selling out, but I had to really scour the mm. couple places I go to to All find right. them. Well, black cherry is actually one of my favorite flavors. Well, I don't like black cherry normally of like other things. It's so. really not bad, just of the four. Yeah, I think mango is my least favorite. Interesting. And it works out because that's my girlfriend's favorite. So she can have those ones and I'll take the black cherry ones wow. and then we split the other two. Wow. <laughs> what a world. I know. <laughs> Can't imagine. I know. I'm a lucky guy. Yes, you are. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. <sighs> and to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.